0: (laughs) Thank you. Huh?
1: I am, but you don't have to. I'll take it later. Finally, check Twitter DM. Message Jeremy sent me. I'm going to email it to you too, quickly. Sorry, guys. I didn't realize I wasn't muted.
2: That's all right.
1: I was just reading the (laughs) honeybee. I'm glad that wasn't on airtime. That was just on uh, our time. Pretty crappy, isn't it, guys?
3: Yeah. I know, right?
2: Definitely. Sure can. with
3: Honeybee too. Oh, I will.
2: Welcome to the show, BP. We'll get, uh, hell, it's only 45 seconds uh, left till uh, show time. Prescott Bob, it's good to see you as well.
1: Oh, it, it's time to start. Prescott Bob's here.
2: Yeah, Prescott Bob's Prescott. here. Oh, oh sorry, like you're right,
3: Prescott. Forgot
1: about
2: Damn! That. I always forget about him. I know it.
3: I, I know we're, we're used to pronouncing it a certain way.
2: That yeah, way slightly.
1: Have... We're used to pronouncing it the right way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think it. I think his mom meant for it to be Prescott Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe uh, Bob just misunderstood misinterpreted. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, what he I was
1: think. young when he was named, so maybe he'd be. You know.
2: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Live from Southern from California, California. California, it's the Slightly Serious Show. The Slightly Serious Show. The furthest thing from serious. <laughs> and now, here is your host, Slightly along with co-host Eric from Georgia. One, two, three, go! All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Slightly Serious Show. It is America's favorite day. It is Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Friday, September 17, 2021. TGIF free-for-all. That's right. I, I was thinking of something else, but it just wasn't really appropriate to say, so I'm going to refrain from saying that to try to keep the most decency on our shows we can, especially after last night. And uh, I forget the hell what the hell the guy's name was, but we had we Blood. had an unusual caller last night. <laughs> Anyways, um, today it's Friday. Uh, did a couple chores around the house, uh, kind of ran some errands, and uh, all kinds of other personal type stuff. So nothing too exciting to report from uh, beautiful, wonderful, too inexpensive communist California, San Diego. But a hell uh, of a name state. Yeah, it, it. I think uh, I, I. It's going to be my official new name for uh, Communist California of San Diego.
1: Can't they fit that on the flag over there? They got to make the flag a little bigger.
2: I'm not sure. I think they should change the change the the state flag from a golden bear to. I don't know. Maybe we should put uh, like a syringe.
1: <laughs> or, or just a big middle finger.
2: That too. That that's uh, that's true too. I read something in an article earlier today, and I don't know if you know. You don't. I don't trust everything I read online. But uh, what I was reading was saying that it might be uh, illegal and against the law and a criminal offense if you say fuck Biden.
1: What? No, I I could see if we're in North Korea. Come on.
2: Right. I mean, mean, just because I say it doesn't mean I want to literally do the act. So, I mean.
1: Well, hey, fuck Biden. I'll let you know if men in black show up before the end of the show, okay?
2: There you go. Exactly. I don't think they will, but uh, I thought it was kind of uh, weird. The other thing I, I uh, was reading earlier today was, uh, it, and I find kind of intriguing, right? So being in the vape industry, I got to know the uh, head Hachu of the FDA at one point. Uh, not personally, but I know who he was and what he was all about. And uh, who I'm speaking of is by a uh, gentleman by the name of Scott Gottlieb. And uh, many of you uh, may be familiar, maybe not, but he was in charge, uh, the acting director of the FDA. And, you know, what, Perk, do you know, or or, or even Eric, uh, do you know um, what vaccine company recently was approved by FDA? It was Pfizer. Pfizer. Now, interestingly enough, a few, a couple of years back, and I'm not spreading conspiracy. I'm only stating facts here, so don't get your panties in a twist. But Scott Gottlieb left the highest position of FDA. Does anybody want to take a guess where he found his new job at? Pfizer. That's right. Congratulations, Yeah, Do I get a trivia point? Yeah, you do get a trivia point for oh, that. All right. You I'll win everybody. That's right. Um, anybody else aside myself... Uh, Find that, um, you know, interesting that they're the only drug uh, company, pharmaceutical company, that got approval for their vaccine?
1: Well, you know, I was questioning why they did, but then when I looked into some of that, Moderna was like a month or two behind their application. So it kind of makes sense that they would be following later. Not to say Pfizer didn't get some kind of favoritism throughout the process, but I'm just saying chronologically – it makes sense. Moderna's not there yet.
2: Okay. I, I, I can see that, but you know, like you said, you know, there's, I don't think there's uh, anything to discount that, uh, you know, Mr. Gottlieb is with the company of Pfizer and uh, you know, who's to say that they're not getting a little special privilege. Uh, mm-hmm. I do know uh, that earlier today, in fact, uh, however, that the FDA did, I think it was a count of 15 to two, not approving Pfizer's, Uh, booster shot
1: interesting huh wonder if biden's gonna follow that science
2: i don't know i'm curious uh, but at the same time uh, i haven't read any articles about this but at the same time there are a few people at fda who have resigned after this uh, decision yep so
1: well there was a few that resigned before that decision too like two top people a week or two ago did
2: right but you know uh any Any questions in your mind of why they might just be uh, resigning?
1: Well, the other two said because they didn't agree with Biden's third vaccine. They said, you can't do this to people. We don't know what the consequences are. You can't just tell them to get a third shot. So that was from what I read anyway. That's why they left.
2: Well, I can't believe that anybody over at FDA would be okay with them uh, making uh, Biden uh, push that Americans would have to get the first one or two shots. But uh, apparently, you know, I don't know sticking uh, with uh, the COVID type uh, stuff.
1: Yeah, we, I got that. I got that pun right there. Yeah,
2: thanks. <laughs> <laughs> sticking, yeah, yeah. I was hoping someone did. Uh, but uh, we uh, just got word right, right before tonight's show. Uh, a good friend of ours uh, who has another podcast, uh, Jeremy, uh, which is uh, with Cummings is Culture. Uh, he got his vaccinations. He was, uh, you know, one of the good boys that got uh, the shot. He got both uh, f- the first and second, I think he got the Pfizer. I'm not one hundred percent sure. Moderna. He got the moderna one. And uh, he had texted me uh, minutes ago actually, that uh, he uh, is suffering complications from his vaccination. Uh, I don't uh, I'm not privy to express uh, the conditions and stuff like that but uh keep him in your prayers and stuff like that as he is uh, not doing very well to the point where he's not unable to join us on our show or listen so uh i i i really hope that he's uh going to recover and uh, that he'll be okay so keep please keep him in your thoughts and prayers as we continue on and uh it's a, it's a shame uh you know you you bring up situations that other people have experienced And all you hear from the left is, oh, well, that only happens once every blah, blah, blah. You have to – it doesn't matter if it's one in a million. It doesn't matter if it's – the fact of the matter is that there's complications. That's the problem. And especially Mm – when you have a government that's wanting to enforce vaccine mandates, which it's coming. I, I feel it, especially here in, in California with Governor Newsom after his uh, you know reinstatement of us being governor. Uh, I don't put it past him that uh, mandates statewide are going to be happening. But the problem is, and I continue and I will always say this until the day uh, I go under the ground, has to do with. You cannot force anybody to inject anything into their bodies, and especially when you have so many documented cases of there being issues after taking these shots.
1: Well, can we put to bed finally the tag of vaccine that was given to this shot since Moderna came out themselves and said, hey, people that got the vaccination, I'm using their words, last year are more likely to catch COVID now than people who are currently being given the shot. Because a vaccine, if you get it once and you get another, you know, three months, six months later, should not be wearing off. That's the whole purpose of a vaccine, to to my knowledge.
2: Well, right. I mean, we don't call the annual flu shot a vaccine, right? Exactly.
1: That's all this is. It's a different type of flu shot. That's what Honeybee was saying. They should be calling it a, a coronavirus shot, not a vaccine at all.
2: And like I've been uh, reiterating for the past at least a couple months is the fact that I think this is going to replace the flu shots. This is the new flu, folks. I mean, because nobody last year, hardly anyone, if anyone, uh, was documented as dying from the flu. So let's just call it what it is, which is it's a shot because it doesn't prevent you from contracting COVID. And, you know, according to, you know, something that Pert had uh, read, I haven't read that, that Moderna said that you're more likely to contract COVID if you've gotten their vaccine. I I would love to see if you if you have a chance to uh, send me that. I'd love to see that.
1: Uh, Yeah, I want to see if I can find it again.
2: But, uh, you know, and, and like I said, we're not discouraging anybody from going out and getting these shots. If you feel that it's the most appropriate thing for you and your family. The only thing we say is you make the best decision for you and your family. Do the research, talk to your, your, your primary doctors, to think to find out whether it's the best decision for you guys, because honestly speaking, there's many people out there that medically have been advised not to get this. And, you know, when you have a vaccine, uh, passport mandates floating above us, being hung over all of, all of America and, uh, whether you can go into a, a bar or a nightclub. Uh, I find that very difficult when there's a set of people that you're ostracizing because they're medically not able to get this shot. So I don't know. Now, Doe says Nicki Minaj approves of this slightly message. Yes. Yes, she does. <laughs> she made that abundantly clear. Uh, speaking of uh, God. Oh, AOC. I wanted to bring up. I, I don't have a picture of it, but I did see a picture of uh someone photoshopping AOC's dress on Monday night and someone photoshopped Trump one on her dress. (laughs) I thought that was good. Uh, It's incredible what you can do with uh, photos and Photoshop and what kind of messages you can get out there these days. I find it very good. Anyways, um, hopefully everyone is, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I have you and uh, Honeybee uh, thought about uh, doing the uh, vaccine or shots or whatever the hell you want to call them. this, at this Oh point? yeah,
1: we we've thought about it, and our opinion's still the same. Okay, all right. But uh, you know, I, I with my company, depending on what happens, I'm not going to have a choice because we're we're a worldwide company, so we definitely exceed the hundred employees.
2: Right now, but there's still that, is, there still is that option, correct, where you could get tested every week. Uh, Yeah,
1: but I mean, I I think that may come down to the company, whether or not they allow it. Oh, really? Yeah. And if you do get tested every week, you know, how long is the free testing going to go on?
2: (coughs) Now, I have a question and, you know, um, and I I, I briefly brought this up yesterday and I'm okay with there if there's an option. I, uh from a standpoint of that uh, i'm okay i still I just don't believe that it's either you get this shot or you're fired uh I'm a hundred percent against that, but at the same time, the end of the day, my gut feeling tells me, you know what, regardless if you've been vaccinated or not, they should be testing everybody if they're that concerned because people like as we've said before, people that have gotten this shot still can contract the virus. So why not just make it a mandatory testing? How do you feel about mandatory testing? I
1: don't have a problem with that. But, you know, this thing where, well, if you don't get the shot, then you'll have to be tested to show up. Well, you know, as has been said, that you can still get it if you get the shot. So why isn't everybody tested then? And I think that's what you just said. I'm sorry I had something else going on here.
2: Yeah, no. And that's what how it should go. If they're going to give the option for people to be tested instead of sh- given a shot,
1: and I don't have a problem being tested. I don't care. Hey, you want to make sure I'm healthy? I want to be healthy. I don't want to. You know, if I had it, I don't want to spread it around to people.
2: But at the same time, if you're the if you're the type that is against getting the shot, but are open to have it being tested, don't you want your colleagues who even if they've been vaccinated, wouldn't you uh, be, feel more comfortable if they they're tested as well? Oh yeah, absolutely. So maybe we should be a mandatory testing. Anyways, we uh, we're gonna take a uh, we're gonna take a sidetrack from this, and uh, we have uh, Jeremy calling in. Cummings is culture. What's going on, Jeremy? How are you doing at this hour?
4: Uh, I'm making it. I just got up. This is the first time I've got up and made it to the porch in probably about twelve hours now.
2: Wow, so you've been uh, laying in bed uh, trying to rest up. Uh, I don't know how much information you want to uh, give out as far as what uh, what uh, what you're experiencing uh, from. Uh,
4: fuck energy. it, let's let's be transparent. I mean, there's no need in lying to people. I mean, it, you know, I was transparent when I took it, so I mean, let's just you know just be transparent now.
2: So. Uh, I'm sorry. So you've taken, you've taken both shots from the Moderna. Is that is that the uh, vaccine that uh, you you chose to take? Yeah. And how long ago was your second shot that you uh, that you received?
4: About uh, twenty eight hours ago.
2: Twenty eight hours ago, and you're, you're, you you uh, you you had uh, texted me that you're experiencing some side effects from this.
4: Man, these are, let me tell you, I had COVID, right? Mm
0: Mm-hmm. All
4: right. So at 2 o'clock this morning, I'll give you the full rundown. I was fine all day yesterday. And then at 2 o'clock this morning, I, I had to get up and go to the bathroom. So I got up, and then I was, you know, dizzy. And I was like, well, that's different. So... I looked at my phone, you know, and I looked it up, and it said it was normal. So I was okay. And then, man, woke up at 4.30. I didn't know where I was at. Um, They said that was normal. That was brain fog. Uh, I was okay in about 10 minutes. And then uh, I woke up again about 9.45, and I told my wife, I got up and I told my wife, I said, I I, I don't feel like I don't like something's not right. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, what do you what do you feel like? And I was like, I feel like I've got the flu, but I don't have the flu. Like I like it's different than anything I've ever experienced before. And like, it's like your brain swimming and and then came on the chest pains and that's when I got nervous and I haven't had those in a while. And they said, as long as I wasn't having them, you know, as long as it didn't come back, I would I'd be all right. But if it comes back, then, you know, we'll go from there. But man, let me tell you, the second dose of this stuff is no joke. Like it's, it's, it's no joke. It, it, it has put me out. Um, I'm not sleeping. I can't sleep. Like I've laid there all day trying to go to sleep. Just thinking if I go to sleep, it'll be better. I can't go to sleep. My body hurts so bad. Uh, I've got joint pain and my knees and my toes. And I mean, my fingers everywhere. I can't, I can't walk. I mean, I have to have like, I have to hold on to the wall or something. If I have to go to the bathroom cause I'm just so dizzy. Wow. And, uh, it's, it's no joke. man.
2: And so the doctors are saying to only like call them back or go to the hospital. If you start experiencing the chest pains again, is that mm-hmm. what they're trying to tell
4: you? Yeah. If I start having severe chest pains then to come back to the hospital, uh, go back, go to the hospital. Not come uh, back. Uh,
2: otherwise just stay home and uh, rest. That's,
4: that's uh, yeah. Cool. Otherwise just stay at home and rest. But man, let me tell you, I'm not doing a third one. Biden can go to hell on his boosters. I'll never do this again. And people can take it for what they whatever, However, they want to take this. So I'm not telling nobody what to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: But do I regret it? If it keeps me out of the hospital and this, you know, and I don't have to be ventilated and all that. Then, I mean, I guess it's worth it. If, if everything turns out, okay. Right, if, but,
2: you survive, if you survive this, you feel that it, it was worth it.
4: But. Yeah, but let me tell you, when you do it and you're under the age of 40, I've never experienced anything like this. Like, it, it is, it feels like I have been beaten with a baseball bat continuously for about eight hours. And then you just lay there, and I'm not cold. Like, I, I don't have chills, but my body just hurts. And there's no, like... They say it's flu like symptoms. No man, you get chills when you have the flu. You get no it, 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 this is nothing like the flu. It's like where I took the shot yesterday. Like I'm a pretty dark guy, you know. It's not like I'm white, but I'm not like, you know, <laughs> I'm not a sheet of paper, you know. Hey Jeremy.
1: Yeah. On the plus side, honeybees pulmonologist had told us the more severe your reaction to the vaccination, well, to the shot, I got a quick calling it that myself
4: the better your resistance is once you're through it oh man let me tell you this has been bad and i'm i'm, I'm nervous about chest pains god man i don't i don't i don't need it and they they actually held me off it for a while because of the myocarditis and pericarditis
0: mhm
4: i've had that i've had pericarditis before oh wow and so they held me off for a while and then they were like you know what it'll be okay we'll just you know
2: Now, uh, from what I've heard, a lot more people are having complications from the Moderna shots versus the Pfizer shots.
4: They say it works better. And that's what they told me when I called. They said that Pfizer may be FDA approved, Mm -hmm. but they were like, Pfizer, in six months, you have 39% protection against the Delta variant. And they're like, Moderna, you have 93% protection against the Delta variant and all these different variants. They were like, Moderna just holds up better. But That's what t- I read, too, uh, Cummings. It's a, it's a severe reaction. Moderna Moderna is like, if this all holds out and I turn out to be fine and I don't get put in the hospital and all that, it was worth it. Because, hey,
0: Jeremy.
1: Yeah. If you, if you don't mind, I, w- I just want to back up a little bit. On anything you read, there was an article that ran for two days in one of my news apps, and now I can't even find it on the Internet, so I'm wondering if it got censored but it was Moderna had came out and announced that people that took their shot last year are more likely to catch COVID now because of the depletion of it than people that are getting vaccinated this year. Did you see anything on that? Because I did also read where they said that uh, Moderna is more powerful against the Delta
4: variant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see that too, but Moderna actually gives you a higher dose than what Pfizer does. Like if you go look at it, Moderna gives you a higher dose. I think they changed that from the ones they were given last year. I think they were both Pfizer and Moderna were given the same, but Moderna upped their dosage. That's why you have to wait longer to take a Moderna shot than you do a Pfizer shot. Makes sense to a simple man. Yeah.
2: Jeremy, you you said that you had, you contracted uh, uh, COVID prior to getting your vaccinations? Last year. Last year. And so when you, did you test for antibodies before you got these shots or i
4: i tested for antibodies all the way up until i got my first shot and then um i didn't have any so that's why you know i went ahead and got the shot i didn't have any
2: so at the current moment as as you're speaking to us tonight do you have any regrets on taking
4: these shots uh i can't say so right now i mean if i if I wind up in the hospital and this thing turns out and, and I'm over there, you know, and I'm one of these people that's on the VAERS list, uh, then yeah, I'm going to th- take Then you don't never let it die that, you know, that, uh, that, that thing's what got me. But I mean, if it turns out and everything's fine, then I mean, I think, I mean, it would be okay for people to take it, but if I had it to go over again, I'll be a hundred percent honest. If I had this to go over again, I would have taken Johnson and Johnson.
2: Now, and, and now that you're saying that, most people don't have the option of what they take, right? You basically show up to the hospital and you get what they have. Is that correct?
4: No. They no, have- you, you can take whatever you want.
2: Oh, okay. I was under the impression that um, certain hospitals only had certain uh, shots available.
4: Well, well, they do, but like like our county health department has Moderna and they have Pfizer. Um, our uh, The pharmacy over here has Johnson & Johnson and Moderna. Certain doctor's offices just carry Moderna. Um, certain, like CVSs, I think they're only carrying Pfizer now, but yeah. you can go anywhere and get it. It's not like you get charged for it. I mean, it's... it's it's whatever you want. Well, yeah, I, mean, I,
2: I walked into Costco the other day and they, I mean, they have a little table set up for you to get your shot right into Costco.
4: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not like people that are over 55. I haven't heard of anybody over 55. And, you know, I'm one of those people, man. If this thing, if, if, if this was killing people I knew, then, you know, I would be one of those people that would be out there saying, hey, these, you know, but, um, Everybody that I know over the age of 55 have had no side effects whatsoever of Moderna. None. But I know some people that are over 55 that when they took the Pfizer vaccine, they did, or the Pfizer shot, they did have side effects. But the Moderna, I I, I think they should break these down. I think if you're like 12 to like the, and I'm not a doctor here, but I'm just, you know, I'm just speculating Mm-hmm. I don't understand why a twelve year old needs two of these shots. I think a twelve year old would be fine with one of these shots. I, I don't I don't I don't understand it. Like the second one is pretty much a booster. It, it just it just sees if your body can fight it, is pretty much what it does. And the first one teaches your body how to fight, the second one it it gets you. It, it it's bad. And this is the most I've talked in twelve hours. <laughs>
2: And, and I know a lot of people that have taken the shots, and they, they reiterate exactly what you're saying, is that the first shot, no big deal. Uh, most of the issues that they've experienced come after the second shot.
4: My sister had a reaction to the first shot.
2: Well, there's some people that have the reaction to the first shot, and then they advise them, okay, don't take the second shot, you're done.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it I think the government, I think that Joe Biden, that cocksucker, I'm going to punch him in the face. And I don't care what anybody says. Like, I think we should succeed from the union because what he's doing right now is criminal. He should be locked up and in, in prison because I don't know if you've heard this story or not. But I, I was I was laying in the bed earlier and I seen where and I wanted to go on air so bad, dude, but I just wasn't able to set up the, the monoclonal antibodies. He's withholding those from Alabama. He's withholding those from Florida. He's withholding those from a lot of a lot of states that didn't vote for him. Mm-hmm. And it's criminal. He's a war criminal. He's he he he. This guy, he is the most evil man that has ever been in Washington D.C. Like it, like my doctor. I'll give you a perfect example of this. My doctor, when I called earlier about these side effects I was having, mm-hmm. he told me that these monoclonal antibodies, he's got, he applied for 10, enough to treat 10 patients. Like he wasn't applying for hundreds or 250 or, you know, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. And he says that he's never lost a patient to COVID, never. And he's never had a patient be put placed on the ventilator. And he told me out of his mouth that if he doesn't get those monoclonal antibodies, they re, they denied him for 10 for ten treatments for, for for some patients, he needs. He says that if he doesn't get those monoclonal antibodies by Sunday night, that he's probably going to have to vent three of those patients.
2: Wow! Now the mono, i can't even say the word—the monoclonal antibodies. Right? Mm. These are for these are antibodies for people that have contracted COVID nineteen. Correct?
4: Yep, yeah, that have not been vaccinated
2: that have not been vaccinated to help them cope with the uh, issues that they experience uh, th- with the COVID-19 as to, you know, so they don't die or
4: don't. It essentially, it. Vac- when I asked him about it, he said, it, it, it essentially vaccinates them is okay. what it does. It's just a way to get antibodies to them.
2: Right. And uh, I know uh, Honeybee came up, uh, she had uh, put in chat, that uh, the most common side effects after the second dose were the injection site pain, uh, 92.1% reported that it lasted more than two hours. Uh, fatigue, 66.4%. Uh, body or muscle aches, 64.6%. Headaches were uh, reported about with a 60.8% of patients. And chills, 58.5%. And joint or bone pain, 35.9%. And uh, a few, just about 30% experienced fevers of 100 degrees or higher
4: i've had 103 fever
2: 103 and and they still don't feel that you need to go in and uh into the hospital and be checked in
4: no they don't want you going to the hospital dude because the number one thing they're going to do is if you go to the hospital or, or let's say i was go to the hospital and died if you got a if you got a decent doctor he's not going to put you in the hospital unless it's absolute ne- uh, necessity Right. Because if I go to the hospital and die, they're going to say I'm a COVID death.
2: Well, that would be their, to their benefit. They'd get like $30,000.
4: Yeah. If I was to go to the hospital and I died, they'd say, oh, he was a COVID death. I wasn't a COVID death. I was a vaccine death. Yeah. But they, they they, they, wouldn't put it that way because it doesn't fit the narrative. I don't think that everybody needs this. I don't. I, I just don't. I don't think children five and older need it. I, I, I just don't. I think that maybe, like NovaVax, I don't know if you've heard about them, but they have a uh, they have a natural vaccine that they've came up with, and they're wanting to put on the market. And the FDA is giving them the runaround, and uh, that's what they're, they're creating a two in one vax. So that right there tells you that this thing's never going away. They're gonna they're gonna vaccinate you for the flu and for COVID at the same time.
2: Do you do you Jeremy? Do you find it? Uh... Uh, kind of weird how FDA has uh, shot down Pfizer's, uh, you know, their booster shot by a uh, no. vote of 15 to 2 to this afternoon.
4: No, I don't find it weird. I I, th- I think that Trump killed that when he came out on Fox News like two weeks ago and he was discussing it. And he said, oh, this is nothing more than a money grab because when Pfizer and Moderna came to me with these shots they, and Johnson & Johnson, he said that these were lifetimes. And he was like, there was never. And he was like, hey, I remember him saying that they were saying it was like the pneumonia shot. Maybe in seven years you may need a booster, but they were a lifetime.
2: Pert uh, put in the uh, chat. He says, "We need a vaccine against socialism." You know what? If 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 I could be promised that there, if I took a jab and there would never be socialism in our country, I would uh, sign up today.
4: You know, I hope this works. One in each arm.
2: Yeah, I'll take, uh, I'll take two and one.
4: <laughs> Let me say this before I go, because I can't talk too much longer. But I hope this works. Don't get me wrong. I hope it works. I hope the mRNA technology works, because we can cure Parkinson's. We can cure cancer. We can do so many things with mRNA. And sure, it'll be 30 years down the road before they do cancer, because they'll have to come up with something else that's killing us. But... I hope it works, but if it doesn't, it just doesn't. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much a fact. I think it is what it is.
2: I mean, if they're able to uh, find uh, you know uh, an actual vaccine for this virus, I would be amazed. Um, you know, like I said, until the point of them finding a shot that they can come to the American public and say, look, you take this shot, guaranteed not to get COVID-19. At that point, you can call it a a vaccine. And number two, at that point, right then and there is when I know that they have the ability to come up, manufacture things to cure cancer, HIV, and all the other horrible diseases that are out there.
4: Well, you know what they injected me with? Uh, A rusty needle. No, but oh, you know okay. how they got this? You know how they built the spike protein for uh, COVID 19?
2: Well, they took uh, stuff from babies, I think, right?
4: No, no, it's more sinister than that. They, the they used the spike protein from HIV.
2: Yes. Oh, yeah,
4: that's,
1: yeah, that's interesting.
0: That's hey, big Jeremy,
1: big. before you go, though, and don't shoot the messenger, you yeah, know, you I said know. you hope this works. Doss wants to know if it doesn't work out for you, can he have your cool stuff?
4: Uh, no. He, Sorry, Doss. I tried.
2: Doss. He just our uh, Jeremy. He just wants the gay frogs.
4: He can he can have the gay frogs, but listen. <laughs> uh, no, I, I do. I hope it works. But you know, if they if they've got the spike protein for HIV, that means they've isolated the virus. If they've isolated the virus, that means they can cure the virus.
2: Well, I think if they've engineered this virus, like I, I sincerely believe that they have, I also sincerely believe they know what to jab you with to cure
4: it. Yeah.
2: But in the meantime, they're too busy making money.
4: Yeah. That, that's that's what, the, that's what the third jab is. It's a, it's a money grab. And I th- Trump came out and told that. I, I, and, and listen, I applaud Trump for that because I thought it was wonderful that he came out and said it that this is a money grab, and that's exactly what it is. When they took these to him, they said that these were lifetime. And if it's not lifetime, and then why the hell is everybody taking it? I get that we've had other vaccines that are not lifetime vaccines and all this stuff, but, I mean, if you're going to say that your shot is so good, and this is what gets to me, and I'm going to go. But the, the thing that gets to me is that, it pisses me off when I hear people say, oh, the unvaccinated need to protect the vaccinated. If my damn two shots work so well, what do I care if you've got one or not? I, don't, I mean, that that makes zero sense. And that's some of the crap they're using about the third shot. And then it's going to be a fourth shot and then a fifth shot. It's all about money. They they brought these and, you know, it's it's whatever. But anyway, I got to go.
2: All right, brother. Well, it's good to hear from you, and I hope you uh, feel better soon. Keep, keep me updated and let me know how you're doing.
4: Oh, the- yeah. If, if, uh, if tomorrow I wake up and I'm walking on grass instead of pushing it up, I'll let you know. All <laughs> right, brother. <laughs> hey, hey, Slightly,
1: bro. you know, yeah, well, he was talking about the long term, too. It's funny because I just told Honeybee today, I said, you know, I didn't have to go back in six months or a year later and get a booster for my polio vaccination.
2: Right. You, you you bring up a good point. I agree. Well, that was our good friend uh, Jeremy Cummings of Cummings' Culture uh, calling in, letting us know uh, how he is experiencing issues after taking his uh, second dose of the Moderna shot. So, like I said, uh, prayers his way to that he's feeling better and hopefully, uh, hopefully it's just his body reacting to it and uh, adapting to give him... More antibodies, but we'll keep you updated on that. In the meantime, we're going to take our first short break. We'll be right back right after this. You've been listening to the Slightly Serious Podcast. If you haven't laughed, been offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. All right. Welcome back. I know uh, Jester was saying, uh, no Joey juice for me. Uh, this uh, is a bad, bad jab. And uh, also saying that uh, that also means it, would, it will mutate just like HIV, which who knows? I don't know. I'm not a doctor, so I can't comment on that. And uh, oh, Dos is back. Welcome back, Dos.
3: Yeah. Eric. Well, well, well. And I know another thing we also have to keep in mind is you, 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 know how you have like a lot of unlicensed medical professionals, like your celebrities and your media personalities and pundits, you know, and news presenters and elected officials put pushing like people to get vaccinated or else to like, like that they have like replaced like licensed doctors, which you know, and I'm sure you and would agree that it's. You know, very unfortunate that doctors have been so severely vilified, uh, you know, that it's almost like the the unlicensed professionals are the good guys and the doctors are the bad guys. But I think actually that the doctors should be the ones, you know, making the determination whether or not you are an ideal candidate to get this shot and not people who are who don't know what the hell they're doing.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, the whole thing is it's just a shame, in my opinion. I, I just, I, I hate the fact that, uh, we're having to continue to experience this. I, I read a little meme earlier. Uh, what mm-hmm. was it? The, the COVID, the, like the vaccines and just COVID in itself? They said mm-hmm. it was, it was more or less a, uh, I don't know, to, to sidetrack us uh for climate change for climate control and they're like uh pretty soon we'll be in a climate lockdown because uh you know when we we're all locked down in into our homes you know, I, you know the skies were clean of smog and i don't know that the frogs maybe were being born uh like at five times the rates because we weren't destroying our country and all that but like i said uh i don't mm-hmm. know just a, an overall horrible situation but uh i see uh got uh a news article that uh, explains—I uh, guess I, I wasn't aware of this until recently—but uh, our our good friend uh, Gavin Newsom here in California apparently his uh, his children tested positive for COVID nineteen. I was not aware of that. Are these the same children that were running around without mask at uh, their camp at their summer camp? Uh, I, I believe it was
1: sophisticated. What's that? Bert? That must have been the unsophisticated children, because as we know, sophisticated people don't have to worry about that. Remember Martha's Vineyard. Obama's That's... birthday.
2: Well, yeah. And what about uh, the uh, that engagement that AOC was flaunting her uh, tax? Uh, all the uh, rich people that I'm visiting today.
1: Well, I, I just don't think they have enough brain cells to worry about catching COVID.
2: Ah, uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe their brain cells that they don't have were fighting off the COVID. Yeah.
1: I, I don't know. It's just it's it's nuts. But uh, you know, the scary part is if his children have COVID, is he now going to overreact, knee jerk reaction, and tomorrow y'all are locked in your houses for two weeks?
2: Oh my god is it is this just well? And what about this? What if what if they're lying to us? Maybe nope. his children don't even have COVID nineteen. He's just using it as a prop to do it
1: slightly. That's a news article. How dare you say they're going to lie? You're going to get kicked off and banned from Podbean now. Just like...
2: <sighs> oh my god. Anyways, uh, yeah, the uh, Politico.com is reporting that two of Governor Newsom's children are testing positive for COVID-19, though the governor has not. Sad face. Oh.
1: That's the worst part of that article there,
2: isn't it? It would have been better if uh, Newsom had COVID, not his well, children. <laughs> I
3: thought the only thing that would get us banned from Podbean or Twitch or Facebook Similar to what got us banned from WokeTube, you know, would be the, the so called liberal snowflakes wow. and the Karens who don't like what we have to say. Which that that's all fascist book and WokeTube are, or a bunch of of snowflakes and Karens.
2: Well, that's why we haven't uh, had a a Jack or a Michaela say anything, because uh, they're probably over- <laughs> exactly. Well, anyways, the uh, governor's children uh, tested positive, uh, though the governor unfortunately has not. Not that I wish ill ill will on anybody, but if there was one person deserving of such, it would be him. Uh, The family is following all COVID protocols, of course. Uh, He's probably going to blame all the unvaccinated persons such as myself for his kids contracting COVID. But then again, Governor, why didn't you have your children vaccinated? Anyways, the uh, Newsom's four children who attend private schools are under 12 and not yet eligible to be vaccinated. Uh, I guess that uh, speaks to why they weren't vaccinated. Anyways, the office uh, said it does not appear that the children are exposed at school or at any campaign events. So if they weren't exposed at school or any other campaign events, where the hell did they catch COVID? Maybe by um, just with the governor?
1: Yeah, I, I, I mean, it could have been him he could have carried it maybe he's asymptomatic or who knows i mean you know they could have gone outside and somebody sneezed walking past him it's just crazy the way supposedly that you can catch this
2: well i I, like i said i wouldn't be surprised if it came from newsom because he is quite the disease here in california uh the governor in april received the jensen and johnson vaccine which calls for one shot he has not received any boosters though Uh, This isn't the first time a Democratic governor and his family have been directly affected by COVID-19. The family entered a 14-day isolation period last November after his children were exposed to coronavirus-positive California Highway Patrol. So maybe it was – maybe they caught it – the kids caught it from the Highway Patrol, and it was just kept uh, dormant.
1: And now – Why wouldn't he have gotten his second shot? He's supposed to be setting a precedence, being an example for
2: people. Well, the Johnson and Johnson is a single shot uh dose, oh the jo- I missed the Johnson and
1: Johnson part, you're right, okay, yeah, yeah,
2: but uh I don't know, uh obviously since they are children, they're not telling us uh which children they are, so we can't identify whether they're the ones that were you know on summer break, which I bet you they were the ones that were running around without mass but uh anyways, uh at the end of the day, uh the only thing I have to say to the governor is uh hey uh. Maybe you need to teach your children uh, to make sure that they wear their mask when it's in appropriate settings. Otherwise, you know I don't know what else to tell. Them. And uh, we we already had covered a little bit about uh, the mono monoclonal antibodies. Uh, this uh, I think I got this article uh, yesterday, and we didn't get to it. Uh, Desantis is hammering down on Joe Biden administration for limiting Florida's use of monoclonal antibodies saying that it's very, very problematic. Uh, he hammered uh, dissent hammered the Biden administration for overhauling the distribution of the antibodies in a way that will severely hamper the treatment's availability in several Republican-controlled states. The Department of Health Services alarmed authorities in several southern red states where antibodies are widely used after announcing Monday that the agency would be changing how the COVID-19 treatment is distributed. Previously, distribution sites could order the antibody treatments directly from the supplier, but now the federal government will decide how many doses each state will receive and leave it to state governments to ration it among the locations. Whatever happened to, you know, uh, capitalism? I mean, why why do we have to uh, allow certain states to to have have a certain allocation?
1: Capitalism went out when liberalism took charge. Ah uh, yes, two isms don't don't get along too well, I guess.
2: Yeah, there's not many people getting along these days. Is what it boils down to, apparently. No. So th- does anybody does anybody out there know anybody that's taken these mono- cl- monoclonal antibodies? I don't. Know I don't them. know of anybody. Yeah, um, neither. I- I'm curious in how effective they are.
3: Um, and and on that Gavin yeah, Newsom topic, I might. <laughs> I got like a, a an excerpt of the Helen Reddy song "I Am Woman," and I like the part where it's like the uh, "I am strong, I am invincible." But the only thing is, they're not woman, though. I will say that.
2: Well, it's and California, Eric. You, we don't know. We don't like to assume at people's identity,
3: right? Hill. Well, and I, I think if, if they think they're so sophisticated, I think they took that Helen Reddy song too seriously, if you ask me. And I would think Obama his birthday party did too.
2: Oh yeah, there we, we go, we got lemon. some lemons going Drops on, oh spinnin'. yeah. Money, 3D Feel printing. the less nope. one the minute. Lemons. <laughs> Money 3D printing. Never had a lemon. Money 3D printing. Oh <laughs> <laughs> <3D printing.
3: laughs> uh, yeah, Oh yeah Never had a yeah, I, a I, I I guess per, we had to donate the lemon so he can cancel off that Helen Reddy song. Damn straight! <laughs> wow. tree, you,
0: you don't, tree don't tree. like that song?
2: Never I am lemon. woman. Hear me roar! I think it says. Yeah, you
1: want to rewrite the Constitution, but you don't want to rewrite that song? Give me a break!
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's Biden. His ice cream. Thank you for the ice cream, uh, BP. I appreciate that, my friend. Oh my goodness! What flavor was it today, uh, BP? Yesterday, I think it was strawberry. I don't know what. Uh, anyways, uh, what else we got? I have. Uh, oh, we spoke about uh, Gabby Petito's uh, Gabby Petito yesterday, and apparently, his lawyers saying they don't know where the hell he is now. Uh, yesterday, we reported that the husband didn't want to speak after uh, being uh, told by his attorneys to keep his mouth shut, and today we're learning that. His lawyers don't even know where the hell he's at. Uh, Florida police were seen entering the home of missing Gabby Petito, her fiancé, and his parents Friday, while Brian Laundrie was nowhere to be found. Uh, Police arrived at 6.20 in the evening, and two officers walked out of the home around 7 o'clock before one returned about one minute later with what appeared to be an evidence envelope. It was not immediately clear where the fiancé, Brian Laundrie, was other than not at home. Quote, I can't confirm where he's at. Northport police spokesman Josh Taylor said Uh, he's a private citizen and that's not a suspect. So um, what are we making a big deal about where we don't know where Brian is or is he like uh, escaped and uh, scared for his life?
1: Evidently, he's flown the coop from what I saw.
2: Yeah, the FDI has not uh, immediately responded uh, to a request for comment, and Bertolino declined to answer follow-up questions. Officers eventually cleared protesters and media off the lawn, but they remained huddled outside at times, chanting things like "We want answers" and "Dirty laundry." Oh, that's kind of that's kind of cute. Uh, anyways, North uh, Port Police tweeted that investigators were speaking with the family, quote, at their request, but we're not talking to Laundry, who was named as a person of interest in Petito's disappearance on Wednesday. Uh, police walked out again around eight o'clock, returning to the house moments later with another bag. Two other law enforcement officers were seen leaving the property around that time. Authorities eventually left at nine o'clock. So if you're Laundrie, Brian Laundry. Uh, you're a person of interest in your fiance's death or disappearance. I should say, cause I don't believe she's been found. Hmm. I don't know. Something smells like fish to me. I don't know. I think uh, he's starting to become more and more of a person of interest. If you know what I mean?
1: Well, there are plenty of protesters around the house right now that are, you know, chanting the normal stuff and, uh, My Lives the- matter. <laughs> Well, yeah, but, I mean, demanding that, that you know, they produce him, that they cooperate, and so on and so forth. It's pretty interesting.
0: But
2: Northport's
1: not a big city, by the way, for any of those that don't know.
2: But at the same time, uh, you know, and I'm not backing the guy up. I, I have no interest in whatever the hell happens in this case, but the guy is a person of interest. Why are there protesters out there? I mean, let things develop as they occur. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I mean, I just I just think it's – um, I should say I think, it seems like it could be a possibility of of mob justice if they're not careful watching this. Um, Like I say, it's not a big city down there, so you know a little closer knit, I I guess I could say about it, but they want to know what's going on. The family's denying anything. They have reports of a 911 call, it's on police record, where there was a confrontation between him and her and the police said, oh, it wasn't a domestic violence thing, it was um, gosh, I'm trying to think it was uh, a, a timeout relationship, something. I'd never heard that terminology before. A timeout. So neither-
2: you put little kids on a timeout?
1: Yeah, well, that's what they call it, a, 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 an emotional timeout something or other. Oh, so really neither good. one of them, they, they didn't take either one of them in or do anything. They just talked to them and let them go on their way. But they show that, you know, they they had report in this report. They were fighting. He tried to lock her out of the van. She climbed in through the window, climbed over him to get into the seat, and they drove off.
2: Well, I mean, who, who knows? I mean, for all we know, she could be living it up in Las Vegas, enjoying her time away.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. Let's see what the facts are. But the problem is all the facts so far that come out, yeah. aren't looking too well for for her being alive or for him being clean in this matter
2: right and, and i agree with you but at the same time these people that are showing up and protesting and all are all up in arms i mean i could understand that the family's upset and pissed off and they want answers i get that but for a community i mean that's a little extreme if you're asking me i mean if you're uh, a part of the community let let the police do their job. Let the investigations happen. Let's not jump to conclusions and start protesting uh, peacefully, at least uh, as it appears right now. And have I'm you not, ever
1: lived in a small community, though, slightly?
2: To where, like, you know, Helen down the street knows what Bob did last night? E- exactly. Yeah, I've, I've, been I, they, I've
1: been there. They they yeah, they they have a tendency to take things into their own hands too
2: easily. They need to go, uh, what was it, uh, Doug Llewellyn with the People's Court. Don't take the law into your own hands. You just take. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, that doesn't always work, does it? Not all the time, it doesn't. But most of the time, uh, you know, I, 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 I think let the, I don't know, just let the the justice system deal with it. Let the let them do their jobs. I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're they're obviously finding some stuff that interests them because they've been leaving the house with items and bags. Uh, they searched a Mustang that was in a driveway. Of course, they towed the van a long time ago.
2: Right, and they took a couple of bags last night, as you said. And uh, I'm curious what, uh, you know, it'd be interesting to know what uh, they took from the house.
1: Hey, if you want to talk about evidence that is in a bag, the all-time what is in the bag question or envelope, I should say, what the hell was in a manila envelope that was given to Judge Ito at Joe Jay's trial? Because they dropped that after they ever brought that up. you remember that?
2: Oh, I do remember that.
1: Yeah. Oh, see see yeah. You see it handed to the judge, and that's the last time anybody ever talks about it. Media, attorneys, police, anybody.
2: That is true. I didn't think about that. I wonder if Judge but, you know, is he still alive, I, I
3: Yeah, he is, but he um n- never you know grant, grants interviews yeah. um nowadays uh, because I think he knows that um that, that the media reporters who would interview him would be like, but we, we have to ask you about the O.J. Simpson trial.
1: Well, let's hope and, there's a deathbed confession of what was in that envelope. I would
2: love um, to see. I mean, That's I'd- bigger than <laughs>
1: Hangar Fifty One with the the whole alien conspiracy, as far as I'm concerned, or oh, big. Would-
2: That'll be the day. It's Doomsday says that he wrote a book. I would buy. Oh, it. oh he did. I'd actually buy that book. Is there anything good in that book, uh, Doomsday? I, I think you- you'd probably have to look
3: that up on Amazon.
2: It's uh, no, I know Johnny. Uh, let's see. I'd have to look it up. I don't know.
1: Um probably after
2: the show. But I guarantee you that he didn't write anything about the uh yeah,
1: envelope. It, <laughs> it's titled If the If the Gavel Don't Bang, I guess you can't hang. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's, That's a little personal. People
1: I'm kidding, know. I'm kidding, of course.
2: <laughs>
3: you know, and that and that one you know, infamous like um witness like investigator Mark Furman. Um, he when he did an Oprah Winfrey show appearance, like about a decade a- after the trial, <laughs> um, he he expressed only one regret that that you know that you know he he could have um, immediately you know made that O.J. Simpson case just crash and burn because why do you call him he, a
1: witness? He was an evidence tamper. He wasn't a witness.
3: Well, well he he could he could have he could have made that case crash and burn and and basically shoot it to hell in a handbasket, like by saying that that the prosecution and the police you know, acted improperly, even if it meant him losing his job and his certification prepared. and then him appearing on talk shows for he the rest
1: smeared, of his life. He smeared blood at the crime scene to put it in a different area. He had nothing to stand on. He couldn't have said anything. He, he could have said he saw OJ pull the trigger. No one's going to listen to him
2: after he did that. Well, not, and especially remember if you recall, you know, I mean, it was the, the prosecution or excuse me, the, uh, the, the defense team, I think it was really Uh pushed the case of him being a racist.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, it came out. He was
2: right. Exactly. And you know, uh, I think that had a a lot to do with uh, how that case ended up to be honest with you.
1: But I mean, he, you know, he, he did tamper with evidence and you've got somebody that's a law officer or That enforces the law, that is supposed to protect the innocent, that is supposed to preserve crime scenes, that did everything he could to paint OJ guilty. I mean, there just seemed like there was enough there going that way anyway without him trying to assist that case. Well, yeah, that's another time. So
2: the glove didn't fit, remember, (laughs) Pert?
1: Yeah, it won't fit if you don't close your fingers up to put it on. It's like putting your pants on with your legs four feet apart. Come on.
2: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And, well, in your opinions, do you guys, you know, obviously, uh, we we know what the verdict was in that case, but do you guys believe that what happened to OJ after that case of him being, you know, arrested and convicted on other things? Do you think that was just karma coming back at him?
1: I think it proved that he was capable of doing those things. Hmm. I, right. I mean, it, it showed a, 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 you know, a, a lifestyle there.
2: Yeah, no, I I agree. I think I uh, I think after his not guilty verdict, I think uh, the cockiness came back to him. And uh, you know, what what did what was that honeybee? I, I heard honeybee.
1: She found video where they're going through the uh, the car down at uh, laundry's place.
2: Oh, gotcha.
1: They're finding dirty laundry. Dirty. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what the hell is that? Unbelievable. Anyways, um let's see here. Uh, moving on. Let's see, we got to that story. Yeah, while you're looking for
1: that, I'll make a comment about the OJ thing. Yeah, once once he was uh, acquitted on that, he should have shut up and just disappeared. He had money, he didn't need to go out and and make a big deal out of it. I mean, just blend in, get out of here, and you were just served a you know, start over from go card.
2: Yeah, you got you to gotta get out of jail free card, and you still want him to be in the limelight. I mean, especially, especially because I, I think a good majority thinks he, he's the one that really killed uh, both Nicole and, and Ron. Yeah. And, and if, you know, obviously he's the only person uh, on earth that really knows the truth. And if he, in fact, did, you got to be thinking to yourself, what are you thinking? You just you just got a bail on life and you're going to go fuck your life up more just because some stupid stuff. Well,
1: they said that he, you know, his hand was cut because he broke a glass because he was so upset over hearing the news that that happened and he broke the glass in his hotel room in the bathroom, but there was never any found broken glass. There was never any record of a glass missing, you know, and maybe housekeeping doesn't keep that thorough of a record, but there was nothing to, to substantiate his story.
2: Right. Exactly. Uh uh Pres uh Prescott, Bob. Uh that's he's, hard, isn't it? It is. I always want to say Prescott. Uh he, he's wondering if uh is still looking for the killer. I don't
1: I know. For a while he was looking for him on the golf courses of Florida. <laughs> <laughs> is he, living, yeah, is um,
2: he in right now?
3: Is he what? Is he
2: back in prison?
3: No, I, I thought he got out. Oh. Um o- o. W- got out of prison, but he was like tried and convicted on a armed robbery case, but but we know that because he was acquitted in like the murder of Nicole Brown and Ron Goldman, he can never be retried for that or otherwise the prosecution would be committing a thing called double jeopardy. Yeah. I, I, will,
1: I The armed oh. robbery case is pretty interesting. If you read the details on that,
3: mm-hmm. he,
1: he, it, yeah, he shouldn't have done what he did, but he was getting back property that was illegally taken from him to begin with, but he went about it the wrong way. So he was still wrong.
2: Yeah, no, I, I and was it really that important to him to, to, to do what he did? Uh, I'm like, that's a I over. guess it was. I guess. Anyways, I don't know. What if know. you
1: got a Marconi and somebody stole it?
2: Oh, well, that's a different story.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Honey Bee, oh, she'll send this to you.
2: <laughs> um, going back to uh, you know, this week, earlier this week, we had the frustrations of not being able to recall Governor Newsom. Uh, it wasn't even close so it's it's been a sad week here in California but uh, there's a, a new claim apparently and this is according to USA Today the claim is hundreds of thousands of votes from the California recall election disappeared live on CNN
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh,
3: oh Arch saw that and he posted video of it on Rumble
2: So the article reads, in a historic statewide recall election, Californians voted this week to keep Democrat uh, Governor Gavin Newsom in office. But online, some are repacking, repackaging old election conspiracy theories to cast doubt on the outcome. A video posted on September 15th on Instagram shows a CNN broadcast of the election results in the foreground. Jordan Sarmo, the host of conservative podcast called Speak Truth Without Fear, points to the vote count. At the beginning of the clip, the broadcast shows about 2.2 million voters in favor of recalling Newsom. Then the number updates to 1.8 million. Boom. You're going to tell me there's not election fraud in this country, Sarmo says in the video. We do not elect our politicians. We select them. Sarmo told USA Today in an email that he corrected his video after an Associated Press fact check rated it missing context. But similar versions of the claim have accumulated tens of thousands of interactions on fascist book and Instagram, according to CrowdTangle, a social media insight tool. The video doesn't show election fraud in California. It shows the correction of an error made by a firm that provides election data to CNN and other news outlets. So
1: that mystery has been solved, though. Oh, it has. Yeah, those were all Chris Angel's votes.
0: (laughs) That's
2: why they disappeared oh my
0: god <laughs>
2: oh that's beautiful i love that
1: uh yeah, yeah. i got a million number
2: <laughs> you have a million other ones well and here's the thing though right uh even even if uh say you know four would wouldn't even come close to touching the margin of error that but, occurred. but be so. honest yeah be, yeah no i agree with you be honest and uh I, i'm all about uh you know uh fair elections as you guys know we have uh an election uh audit result coming up next friday apparently in the state of arizona uh i'm sure sure we do yeah
3: (laughs) i I posted a a video link from rumble down in the chat that arch kennedy posted if you go to that 52 second mark um it'll begin right about there if, if you're able to get it queued up
2: and what is that for? What is that
3: for? What is that to? Where where the where the vote numbers change right before your very eyes?
2: Oh, gotcha. Well, and, and I I just want I, I wanted to kind of finish that that, that one up. I, I mean, uh, and I'll look for that. But at the end of the day, with the margin being it's the four hundred thousand, uh, you know, obviously humans do make errors. So I could see that there being some relevance to there being a human error and them correcting it. But you know, at the end of the day, I think it's imperative that we do have fair elections. It does—it it's, does feel like our politicians are being selected and not elected. I do have at least last November when you had uploads <laughs> coming in at 3 a.m. But you know, who am I to say?
3: Um, Go ahead, Eric. But I mean, there 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 are many ways you could look at it. But um, do, do we believe the elections? From last year, we on the up and up. I mean, I am certainly one of those who believe th- things were not on the up and up because, you know, you have like James O'Keefe of, of Project Veritas having whistleblowers come forward. Um, that that you know, like CNN and Fox and MSLSD are practically ignoring and turning away and and basically saying that it never happened. And then and then you have you know states filing. Su- you know suits on the federal level. You know some even go into like the the the, the federal appeals courts and the Supreme Court, and and then you ha- have John John Roberts and company basically turn away, basically saying you don't have a case or or you didn't go through the proper channels, blah blah blah.
2: Well, and regardless of what results we get uh, next Friday in Arizona, uh, I I truly believe nothing's going to change. We're stuck with brain dead Biden and and friends. Uh-huh. We'll have to suffer for another three years unless, uh, you know, something happens to him. Then we have to deal with camel toe. Um, But at the end of the day, if Americans are that, which I am, I would be a part of this if they're that concerned with elections, like I said yesterday, maybe it's time that people are going to their politicians and telling them, hey, look, it's time for during elections for military personnel to be present at all at every uh, election facility or uh, place where people go to vote. Uh And, you know, the mail-in ballots, you all know how I feel about that, except for the military. And maybe if you're disabled and you can't make it or something like that. I mean, in California, they send the damn ballot to you regardless if you want it or not. And then you're even
3: seeing reports of, of like like what happened outside of Los Angeles, there was somebody who had like in the back seat or the trunk of their car boxes of of stolen ballots.
2: Yeah, no, it's
3: and it's- um, but it just seems like like why, why isn't like the the state governors and the state legislators cracking down on that that that, that kind of you know law breaking?
2: Well, because they're probably in on it, and that's uh, that's the problem. Exactly. First, but just- then.
3: Oh, and I think one more thing that would probably be paramount is, um, you know, wh- whether you showed up or, to vote or not, or or if you just decide to stay home, saying what difference does it make? Because when you're when you're staying home and not voting, you're basically doing more harm than good. Because the old saying is, if you don't vote, you can't complain. Yeah,
2: no, you're 100 percent right. And uh, people uh, discouraged about uh, potential election fraud should not be discouraged for continuing to cast your ballots. And uh, it's uh, but, but,
3: because if 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 you're if you're basically being being told like what what's the point in going to vote that that should really m- make you want to go vote even more.
2: Exactly, uh, Pert says uh, he he says we all grab our pitchforks and torches and head to state capitals. But the problem with that is Pert is uh, that people will be worried because they'll be automatically thrown in prison and charged with felonies for would just, we
3: be if we were wearing our masks?
2: Just asking. I don't know you. Or that? unless
3: you are affiliated with BLMN. FIFA, no
1: pun intended. Yeah, yeah. There you go, Eric. That's an idea. Maybe we all disguise ourselves as BLM members.
2: Oh, then you won't go to prison. But yeah, you know, I mean, oh, oh but- that, that, they'll say that if you
3: if you're looting and rioting. Oh, they're peacefully protesting, and those <laughs> who are peacefully protesting. Oh, they're terrorists.
2: Oh, so that's the problem. The people are you are you trying to say that if they would have sparked fires and stuff like that on January sixth, they would have been okay. <laughs>
3: well um, hey look we might as well mock, mock them for all for all we care
2: it. i don't condone what i just said by the way i'm just making satirical comments but uh yeah i mean uh you know people nowadays especially after what happened on january 6th and countless numbers of people still in prison uh just for stepping foot into the Capitol without doing anything i think uh, there's a lot of weary people out there uh after that and what i what Go ahead. I just just think that people uh, are going to be deterred by doing uh, anything like that. I mean, obviously, the BLM people and the Antifa people, they could give two shits.
0: Did you see
1: where recently brain cell dead Bush compared January 6th to 9-11?
2: Yeah, I think. uh, God, what day was it? We mentioned that. But yeah, I, I can't believe that.
3: Well, we did a George W. Bush story where you know Donald Trump called him out, which, and I think George W. Bush, quite frankly, deserved it.
2: Yeah, I think there's quite a bit of difference. I mean, on January 6th, you had Americans that give a shit about this country and are tired of BS. Uh, uh, September 11th is about terrorists trying to destroy and disrupt American lives.
1: There were about almost 3,000 people killed in the terrorist attacks in 9-11. There weren't... But I think what one person killed at the patriotic attack or occupation whatever you want to term it I'm not going to call it a terrorist event on January six
2: yeah, for people that even want to suggest even you know even one percent that January 6 was a, was a domestic terrorism event they can go take uh they can go kick rocks because it wasn't January six was all about. Americans that are tired of the bullshit government that continues to ignore the needs and wants of Americans in this country uh-huh. and demand for an election that we don't have to question in our society. It had nothing to do. If, it, if you want to even think for one tiny second that it was a terrorist, uh, domestic terrorism event, like I've said, and I'll say it again, if the people that were you're calling "quote unquote" terrorists wanted to be terrorists, you would have seen dead congressmen and women that day because exactly. there was nothing that was preventing those people in that building to go after them. And that's all I'll you, say. Um, and I,
3: when I look back at like the nine eleven terror attacks. Um, one thing that really struck me about George W. Bush that I, I strongly disagreed with him is when he proclaimed that the, that, that the religion of Islam is all about promoting peace and tolerance. But the thing I question about that is how, how, how can you call a religion p- peaceful when they are all about taking pride in murdering and slaughtering innocent people just for fun? But but they, but they make the, the case that, um, that, that they're doing God a service of eradicating what they fun, believe though, is a cancer. Larry.
1: It's not just for fun. It's in their religious belief. It's an infidel. They're not. I mean, they're not doing it for fun for recreation. They're actually doing it because of their religious belief.
2: Right. It's just like you know, Eric. Like if uh, you're over in I don't know Afghanistan and the the Taliban finds that uh, you might be gay, they're going to kill you. They don't stand for that in their religion. You, to them, you're dead. Well,
3: well, I know we don't deny that because I mean, you know that that that. You know they they go they go after Christians and Jews because they are what you call apostates, and then people who dare to defect from them um, are considered infidels.
2: I I mean I mean if the liberals you know because the liberals uh, seem to you know they're they're thinking of oh we should recognize them as a government. Uh, maybe they need to open their eyes with the toothpicks that Pert uh, used over the week and <laughs> realize that uh, yeah this this terrorist organization that you want to call a government uh do you realize how they treat their women uh-huh. they treat them like dirt uh oh they're worse than dirt actually but uh, um,
3: you know who else they kill rape victims you know especially female rape victims you know r- rape is perfectly legal over there because that they, they can rape a woman and then they can turn around and kill them i mean what is wrong with that picture
2: I I don't know. You'd have to ask a a Democrat because they seem to be uh, endearing the fact that they want to call them a government body over in uh, Afghanistan. Uh And, you know, all of these uh, leftists that uh, proclaim that they are all about human rights, uh, things don't add up. And uh, Prescott, I have no idea if they rape goats. I mean, I would have put it past
0: them, but you know.
2: Well,
1: there there are videos of them having sex with mules. The army (laughs) has like night vision. (laughs) Oh my God.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, I'm not 100% about that, but uh, to each their own, and uh, I feel bad for the goats. Yeah. (laughs) Unbelievable. Um, and, uh, Prescott also mentioned that, uh, there is a protest scheduled. I think it's this, uh, weekend. Uh, actually it might be tomorrow. Uh, I think it's an Antifa protest, uh, at the Capitol and they
1: Antifa do... protesting or protesting against Antifa that we need to do something. Uh, I, I mean, seriously, to... I'm not trying to be funny on that. I just, I don't know.
2: Let me, uh, research this really quick, but I. While you're, while you're looking
1: for that, did you see where the government finally came out and admitted They blew up a car full of 10 people and it wasn't a terrorist suspect in Afghanistan when they did the drone strike.
2: No, I did not yeah, see
1: that came out today. The they finally said it.
2: Wow. And that was the one where they were trying to say that they killed the uh, terrorist uh, head of one of the terrorist groups, right? Yep. Yep.
1: You don't need to worry anymore. We took care of that problem.
2: Unbelievable. Uh, and I, and I'm, I'm tired of, uh, you know, I mean, Biden saying that, you know, I don't trust a word that Biden says.
1: Um, well, evidently, it, his intel was bad or they were just looking for a scapegoat before they fired it. And then they didn't worry about getting the facts after they fired it and had it kill whoever it killed.
2: Um, it's not the same goat that, you know, is in that video, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Well, and here's the other problem that I have with what's going on in Afghanistan, right? You have the Biden administration who decided to pull out early, leaving Americans and other Afghan uh, civilians that assisted with our government over the the last 20 years, leaving them there to die, abandoning them. So they know that they fucked that up. But we have other organizations that have been trying (coughs) private organizations trying to fly people back to the United States. But the Defense Department, or I think it might be a different department, but someone is holding them uh, from allowing them to take civilians out of Afghanistan. It might be the Defense Department. I'm not 100% sure. Well, supposedly
1: they did have another plane leave Afghanistan today that had some Americans on it.
2: What 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 is it is uh, is the government ashamed that they know they screwed up and they don't want to be uh, outshone by a private corporation by doing the right thing?
1: Oh, it, it would have to be embarrassing for the government for somebody of the lowly civilian status to outthink them. So, yeah, uh, third third plane out of Afghanistan with Americans on board lands in Doha. I don't know where that is. D O H A. Doha.
2: Doha. I mm,
3: don't know where that is either but but oh, but I know
1: uh, where I guess it's somewhere in Qatar.
2: Yeah, it's probably like a neighboring country or something like that. Yeah. And the other yeah. fact that matters doesn't it concern anybody how they're, you know, blatantly outright saying that uh, you know, the Afghans that uh, hopped on the planes to get out of Afghanistan, they don't know who the hell they were as long as they were on the tarmac and they could board the plane, they uh got to leave.
1: Yeah, it seems like a pretty chaotic evacuation plan, doesn't
2: it? It does, and that's kind of scary because who the hell are we going to be bringing into our country? I mean, then again, we have you know millions of illegal immigrants coming in daily that we don't know who the hell they are either. And the the point of that is, you know, when we think about illegal immigration coming from the southern border, you automatically think, okay, well, they're probably Hispanic or they're from Central America or whatnot. Well, they're anybody. They are anybody. I know for a fact that there are middle Easterners in Mexico as of last month.
1: Well, I thought they'd come out and said in the early stages of all this, they had caught two Iranians trying to sneak across.
2: Yeah, no, that that was out there. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I know people that live in Mexico. Uh, they've shown me photographs of these people and I'm not saying that they're bad people or, by any means, but I'm just saying, you know, when we think of a legal immigration, generally we're thinking Hispanic South America, but it kind of is a little creepy. And, you know, you might say that I might be, I don't know, what's the what's the term when we uh, presume things on some people?
1: Uh, you're assuming things? You're being assumptuous?
2: Or... Stereotyping, I guess. Just yeah, because well. the Middle East, I'm not saying that they're associated with terrorism. But if they're coming in here illegally, that's kind of a red flag to me and, it, and I'm not talking well, about enough flag either.
1: Well, you know, our, our town is where, uh, well, we're close to that town anyway, next town <laughs> down where the, some of those suicide mission people on nine 11 trained at the airport. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, people will make the comment. Well, all Muslims aren't terrorists. I agree with you on that, but by golly, Great. all the terrorists happen to be Muslim. So stereotyping, profiling, that should play a big part in these types of investigations and at the airport when there's screening going on. But the airport will come out and tell you, well, we can't profile.
2: But here's the problem with that. If we can't profile, if we can't stereotype, I don't think profiling or stereotyping is a negative thing in certain aspects because you have no stereotyping. If you have no assumptions or presuming things. When when, uh, when does that red flag uh, occur to you? After the fact something bad happens?
1: If you have a report that a red Dodge Challenger was involved in a drive-by shooting and just killed four people, don't you think cops are going to pull over every damn red Dodge Challenger they see? Yes, they should. Oh, but, but slightly. Right. That's profiling. Come on. I know, I know. They can only pull over one out of every four. I uh,
3: know. Um. Well, um, you know, you know, I think as far as like profiling is concerned, um, I mean, you know, I, I know you have people who are vocal saying that that profiling is racist, that it's prejudice and blah, blah, blah. But um, science is what it is. Science. And, you know, and, you know, and you're basically trying to, to, to gather some tr- truth um, like in order to pinpoint who, who exactly it is that matches that description.
2: It's, it's only races if it's uh, – never mind. I'm not going to go there. So Do,
1: Doomsday Podcast down there says he did it all the time working downtown Tampa. What Did you – um was it profiling a certain ethnicity?
2: He said he'll profile anyone.
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean, you know what? A, a good officer works. <sighs>
2: But, but and here's the thing, right? And, and for me, I'll be honest with you. I profile all the time. I have no problem with that because it's for my own damn safety if I don't feel comfortable. And yeah. I'll, but here's the thing. I don't profile one single race. I don't profile. Exactly. You know, it's but, called survival. Right. I mean, if I see a bunch of douchebags in my mind thinking uh, there's a group of them, uh, regardless of the color skin that they have, uh, I'm going to profile. them like, yeah, I don't oh. think I want to be by these people.
1: Oh, slightly. My my head was on a swivel way before the nine eleven thing happened, and just like you said, there's times when I'll see something going on. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to go on that side of the street, or I'm not going to turn down that street, or Honeybee and I'll be walking, you know, and I'll grab her. Let's go into this building, you know, go into this shop or something, because you see a group, it's like, you know, let them pass. They they just they're very suspicious looking. And one time when we were in Ebor and Doomsday, I know knows where that is. We're walking down the street and this guy's playing around in his pocket. He takes a gun out of one side of his pocket, puts it in his other pocket.
2: Holy crap.
1: I won't tell you what the guy looked like, but he looked like a rapper. So,
2: Right. It doesn't matter. Though. matter. But the fact yeah. of the matter is that he had a fucking gun that he's transferred. Yeah.
1: Oh, doomsday works central. E-Works. So he knows the kind of characters I'm talking about down there.
2: I mean, it just goes to the fact of, it's just like, if I walk down downtown and if I see someone like their fucking pants below their ass uh, on one side, and I see people wearing suits on the left hand of the sidewalk. Which fucking sidewalk do you think I'm going to walk on? The left, of course. And it has, no, it has nothing to do with the color of that person's skin or anything.
1: So that's the only time you'll be on the side of the left.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know.
2: Hundred percent.
3: Th- 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 you make a, raise a great point there. Slightly, you know, you know, you, you, you know, th- you are going to look look at some somebody and, and and see if they they are of like of good good character or bad character, and, and you are going to pick people who are of good character versus those of not so great character.
2: And here is where the problem exists in our society. It comes in the fact of if that guy who has his pants hanging below his ass. If he's a person of color, they don't care. It's because of the character of the person. I see
1: a lot of white people like that. I avoid too, by the way.
2: Mm -hmm. But but the thing is, is they utilize that to advance other agendas, to spark controversy, to spark other violence, or excuse me, peaceful protesting. That's the problem with our society. We don't We Generally speaking, most people in our society judge by character. It's a fact. But the people... That want to advance agendas, utilize that and carve into, oh well, that's just racist because he's black. Yeah. Or because of this or because of that. Well,
1: and, and they always say don't judge a book by its cover. And you know what? I try not to, but sometimes I'll leave through the pages pretty damn quick so I can hurry up and make a judgment. Because you don't have time to to sit there and sit down with them and discuss their, you know, life histories and their philosophy on, you know, things. You just you've got to make a call when you're walking like we were just discussing split second so you know you take everything into account as but, and as not being racist
2: and and i think you you know the, the important thing that you bring up they you know as you say they say don't judge a book by its cover right well what's the what's the biggest thing growing up that you're taught that first impressions are everything right and don't talk to strangers and don't talk to strangers. But if you are looking at your first impressions, I mean, isn't that judging a book by its cover? And shouldn't that, if you're, you know, walking down, uh, you know, in the evening time, and you see something that doesn't make you feel comfortable, I think it's okay to uh, absolutely those judgments. And uh, I don't know. It's just I don't know. It's a big problem that we have in society, and I think the majority of the issues that we have – obviously, like I said, I'm not negating that there's racist people in our society. There has always been and there always will be, but the certain group of people that want to stir the pot, they love taking advantages of situations such as I just previously mentioned to advance agenda. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, they,
1: they,
3: they, they, they want to make money off of it because you know because – you know they say controversy sells,
2: and it does. Uh, and and your your multi, your uh, mainstream media is a prime example of that. Before mm-hmm. we head on for the weekend, uh, kind of want to remind you of uh, I have a couple photos uh, for you guys. If you guys are over on dlive.tv forward slash slightly underscore serious, you can see them. Um, the first one is. Uh, well, you know how Alexandria Cort- Casio cortez was at the Met Gala in her beautiful white gown wanting to tax the rich? Well, apparently uh, we have a photo of uh, something a little bit different uh, for Mr. General M- Milley. And uh, for those of you that are on the Podbean and don't have D-Live, for whatever the hell your reason is, uh, basically, it's a uh, photograph uh, with Millie's head on top of Ocasio Cortez's uh, body. It's got a nice little tattoo. Uh, I think, uh, is that Mr. G from China? And uh, it has uh, basically the Chinese flag, and it uh, underneath it in red letters, it says traitor. Very fitting often wonder maybe uh the general should uh maybe he should uh reside in China uh because he loves the people of China so much allegedly and uh you know if he's given uh tips to secrets uh tip off the uh, Chinese government that you know the Americans may attack you I wonder how uh if that indeed in fact is true and he has not yet come out and he's i don't i I haven't heard if anybody else has please let me know but he has not refuted any of these allegations thus far this week. Has anybody heard of him uh, trying to deny the fact that he said this?
1: I've heard as much as him from as I have from that Landry kid. Nothing.
2: Nothing. Nothing. And, you know, I, as we end this week, I, I kind of wonder, uh, if, I, if I were in the military, what I would be thinking about – How my general, if he really gives a shit about my life, if he's wanting to tip off enemies of our country, that we might attack them. How comfortable would our military soldiers be at this current moment, knowing that the general, the head honcho of military forces are tipping people off?
1: Remember when in the military, you just had to worry about defending your country? Now, you got to worry about the country telling you you got to get this shot, which may or may not cause issues with you, that may or may not incapacitate you for the rest of your life, or just flat out, you know, something worse. And also, now you got to worry about whether or not your own government's ratting you out, like you're saying. I mean, it's crazy.
2: It is. I think we're almost at the point in our country right now, Pert, that I think we need to fear our own government more than any other government in the world right
4: now.
1: I agree. Isn't that right, sad? well? Because right now, no other government in the world is on our soil other than our government.
0: Yeah, I, I don't. Mm-hmm. Know. It's.
2: Uh, I got one, one more, and I might have something else before we uh, head out. But uh, this is uh, today's uh, comic strip of the day, I guess. Um, if I can load this up here and get rid of that. And uh, let's see. Gosh, resizing things on the on the move is very difficult sometimes. We've huh? only got it's, like
1: sixty-two screens to look at there.
2: Yeah, I know it's it's crazy, isn't it? Anyways, uh, what I'm about to show you is uh, going to be our political cartoon of the day. And uh, on top, it has looks like it's uh, Joe Biden says, "I will hunt you down, and you will pay." And uh, he's uh, got his teleprompter uh, with, uh, you know, the little things coming out of his brain that are blank, because obviously he's brain dead by
1: it. It's funny how they always put blank thoughts in his head.
2: It is. And and he's uh, don't, you know, another key thing is, uh, you know, his his left hand is uh, got his finger pointing up and uh, it's got blood dripping off of it, obviously, for the soldiers that uh he left stranded that died in Afghanistan and below it, the caption has a donkey on the left-hand side with Joe Biden on the right, laughing his ass off the, but the donkey saying, do you think terrorists, the terrorists will believe you? And uh, Biden responds by saying, no, I was talking to unvaxxed Americans. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. And, uh, that was that was pretty nice. I like that. You always, they always come up with uh, some pretty good ones. Don't they? They do. There was one other thing that I needed to try to get to before we head off uh, into the <laughs> night. And it looks like uh, Big Sexy's coming in with uh, pictures of tonight's dinner. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. And let's see. That one. Yeah. That one looks delicious. Oh, my God. I cannot wait to eat tonight.
1: You should have the segment where he he brings the food there on the camera, kind of holds it up like a presentation, like he's modeling the food.
2: I'll have to I'll have to ask if he'd be interested in doing that. He, I know he. Well, I've
3: already plugged his Instagram handle in the video chat. Of
1: course, for Big Sexy, he would have to start getting ready about four hours before the show.
5: You
2: want to show? Him? Well, here's uh, here's Big Sexy. He's uh, going to come in with uh, tonight's dinner. Uh, I guess I'm doing.
1: You it. could call it. Hey, you could call it on the plate with big sexy. What
2: What are we gonna call it?
1: On the plate with big sexy.
2: On the plate with big sexy will be your new segment. Bert says. Ooh, we got delish done. rice. Um, beef, sunny side up hash. egg, Corn beef hash with an egg
1: and rice. Oh, I love corned beef hash.
2: Sunny side up egg. By the way, I can't wait to to, to that. Um, okay. is that ketchup or
3: what? What kind of dipping sauce is that?
2: Oh, yeah. Ketchup. That's that. Uh, slightly can put ketchup on anything.
1: That sounds like my son.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> I can even have ketchup with macaroni and cheese.
1: When he was little, I tried to get him to eat tomatoes and he wouldn't eat them. I said, it's what's in ketchup and he goes, you're lying.
2: Oh, I, goes, no, I, really? I, hate, I hate tomatoes. Yeah, I don't do tomatoes. Hey, I could put Frank's
3: red hot sauce and macaroni and cheese. And you know why? Because I put that shit on everything. <laughs>
2: Um, Supreme court ruling on true transhumanism. I, I don't, where, when did you send that to me? Doomsday? I don't see that in my box. Mutagenic. Don't forget. Uh, doomsday says, don't forget the vaccine in genetically altering. Uh, yeah, I, I, I see that you say today. I don't see anything from today. I don't have it. You must have sent it to somebody else. Do you want to send it to me really fast? Okay, try try again. I'll look in. I'll look in the. Uh, I don't know what folder. Spam folder. Maybe it uh, went to spam. Oh, it did. Yeah, here it is. Must um, be really good. Jeremy
3: just and Jeremy also just DM me a great picture. I think he may have sent it to you too of Obama and Biden. Oh. Um, you, you, I think you'll enjoy it.
2: Oh, my gosh. Doomsday. I don't have enough time. to. This is like 20 pages long. 22 pages, brother.
3: <laughs> I, I, unless you have to save that story for Monday, right, slightly?
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. I'll uh, go over it uh, over the weekend. And uh, basically, stay tuned. On Monday, we'll go over a Supreme Court ruling. Uh, basically, uh, it's a syllabus uh, for Association for Molecular Pathology. Versus Myriad genet- Genetics and uh, has to do apparently it has to do with a, a ruling on tran- transhumanism. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, we'll come up with that on Monday. And uh, I do appreciate you sending that to me. And uh, sorry that uh, apparently it, it must be really good reading since it uh, got sent to the spam folder and they don't want me to read it. But uh, I do appreciate that. I do read everyone's emails. Sometimes I it takes me a little while because I got a lot of shit going on in the li- in the life of my uh personal life and all that. Uh we'll probably try to get some uh, things published over the this this weekend and uh and all that good stuff, but I think we're going to go ahead and wind things up for the week and uh go around the table for final thoughts tonight. Producer Eric, what you got for us?
3: Well, um, well, I know the weekend is coming up and I guess to some people coming in, I know that we're getting ready to wrap up, but, but, I, but I know like, with, you know, at least I'm able to help take a load off of you. Like when we d- do book guests, like um, me, you know, to see, see what date and time work, works for them. And, and then I run it by you to make, make sure you're okay with it. And, you know, and I think one of our pre- previous guests who came into the show earlier in the week, um, I'm, I'm definitely going to see, see about, you know, what what day would be good for him to come on and and I know it'd preferably be a Monday or a Wednesday, we could have him on.
2: Yes. And be- uh, because
3: that- we do trivia on Tuesdays and then usually on Fridays we kinda want to be laid back.
2: Yeah. Well I do know uh we we uh potentially have a uh guest uh that uh might be coming on next week. Uh maybe even more than one, but uh I know I have uh interest of uh, a a school teacher that might be uh, interested in speaking about what's going on uh, at this uh, teacher's school and uh, what's going on in their district. So I'll keep you abreast as far as what day we uh, are able to book that guest for, but uh, Mm -hmm. keep definitely uh, keep, uh, you know, stay tuned as, as they say, Uh, we'll give you more information as, uh, and uh, Oh, hold on. I, I almost forgot. Actually, you know what? I just received this just a few seconds ago. Mm-hmm. It looks like I just got a uh, missed phone call, and I was reading the text of it. But uh, if you remember our good friend, Mr. Riots, it's been a while since we heard anything from him, that person. And uh, let's we have no idea what the hell was said in the voicemail, but let's uh, – listen in uh, before we head off for the weekend and let me try to get this my phone hooked up into
5: Riad's. had to lay low for a while have some men in black suits speaking with friends and associates the trip down to Mexico did result in some positive things have someone going to get me in so I can lay eyes on the Arizona audit Only catch, I have to pretend to be a CNN reporter uh. That will be real fun Also, coming up with some names I should say code names on Podbean someday I'd like to share with you I think you'll find that very interesting if you think that's a safe space, safe platform you may want to reevaluate that
2: oh my man. that's uh, where Mr. Riots leaves off of a, uh, as you know uh, the last call we got from him, it sounded like he was uh, chilling out with margaritas down in Mexico yeah, it did, didn't it? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, apparently, uh, yeah, uh, Doomsday says we use code names, and uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what Mr. Riots has to say uh, about the Arizona audits and stuff like that, and uh, if Mr. Riots is, you know, listening, I don't know. I don't, I I have no idea, because people come into these podcasts all the time using code names, I know, don't, you know, there's certain people we know, but, um, I don't know. Yeah, should, most everybody's got
1: a code name, I guess you'd say, right?
2: I guess so. Should we tell Mr. Riant that uh, Podbean is a safe space just to see if we uh, can get him to talk? Well,
1: worth a try, I guess.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, Mr. Riant, if you are listening, please, by all means, uh, we can use code names or whatever you'd like. But uh, we'll consider that Podbean uh, to be a safe space for you. And uh, anyways, that's uh, always interesting to see what the hell – what the hell Mr. Rionce is up to. And uh, one of these days we'll figure out who the hell this person is. And uh, more importantly, find out what he, he or she knows. Anyways, I don't know if I hear anything over the weekend, I'll let you guys know. Uh, doomsday says nobody knows my real name. I'm protecting you guys. plausible deniability. If you know what I mean, you're welcome.
3: You're not the only one doomsday.
2: Yeah. Slightly is not my real name either. Anyways, uh, Pert, any final thoughts uh, for tonight?
1: Yeah, you know, I was talking with Honeybee, and, you know, she's going through this whole recovery thing. And I said, I really want to help with your happiness. Just tell me, tell me what you need. And she said, Well, you know, you can't spell happiness without P E N I S.
2: one way to wrap up the week that's for
1: sure. <laughs> yeah it's I, good for a friday night isn't it
2: it is and honeybee bless your heart uh, t- just for that honeybee i think you and uh Part should uh, do some netflix and chill tonight <laughs> anyways it's been a fantastic week i appreciate you guys joining us tonight. Uh, we'll uh-huh. be back Monday at 6 30 p.m pacific 9 30 eastern time check out slightly show.com uh nobody of noteworthy has died that we are aware of so uh I think Justuck duck is in and the lead as far as celebrity deaths are concerned. Um, also check out the Twitter Twitter. That's uh, slightly serious over on Twitter and BP uh, BP in the what chat. Oh yeah. BP. He liked the show. Anyways, I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. Enjoy it. Stay safe. Enjoy with your neighbors. Do something positive. And more importantly, have fun and uh, we'll see you back here on Monday night. God bless, and God bless America. That
1: all. <laughs> Goodbye. for yeah, listening I mean, to just weekend, Good
2: night. worse oh. are slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember, we mean that in the most serious way. <laughs> Until the next time. Good night, everybody. And remember,
0: I love you. And I love your show.
3: BP did a um, naughty naughty in the chat in, in case you missed it.
0: Good night, everybody. Have a great week and see you next time.